0: Wanna talk about the destructive types of people that just they just want to destroy other people. Um and they'll do and say whatever possible to they'll get they'll destroy your job, they'll destroy the marriage, and it it honestly feels like they're just trying to destroy you as a human being. Um I want to talk about this because these people are very scary. Um, these people are sociopaths. And, you know, they you know You hear stories about, you know, love affairs that, you know, people get into these relationships. You know, you hear stories about abandoned children. Um, you hear stories about... You know, people being broke or other people going on, just drinking binges, um, just all kinds of crazy stories, um, but you know these people are they're perpetrators, and there's a level of illness, but there's also a level of evil. Um, and, you know, some people will say, well, did they have a traumatic upbringing? Um, possibly. Is it genetic? That's, that's also a possibility. Um, when you look up the definition of evil, you know, it'll say it'll have descriptive words like wicked or harmful, or injurious. They're like they're 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 out to injure people, um, disastrous, bad conduct or bad character, anger. Um, a lot of people are angry, but I'm talking about just people that are just they're just very very destructive um, and these people when you you know when they're diagnosed by a psychologist they would be diagnosed as antisocial personality disorder or so psychopaths or sociopaths and some of their characteristics would be lying um, impulsiveness, deceitful, conning. You know, they're, they're usually the con men. They can be con women too, but there's a lot of conning that happens. Um, conning you out of money or conning you into doing something. Um, there's a lot of aggressiveness in their personality. There's recklessness in with regards disregard for the safety of others they're just a very reckless person Um, they're irresponsible Um, they don't always follow the law but you know they also have a lack of remorse after hurting other people and that's a big one you know it's one thing if you hurt someone and, and then you feel guilty you feel bad that's like a normal reaction if you hurt someone you know the you'd feel bad or you just feel like gosh I feel awful Um, but when a person has a lack of remorse after they've hurt someone and then they rationalize it they rationalize having hurt someone you know that's 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 a red flag um, these people also exploit others. Um, they use, you know, these people are very charming and they're they're witty, and they use this charm and this wittiness to manipulate other people for their own personal gain or for sheer personal pleasure. So, if you have someone that is charming you, and almost seducing you that's a red flag that's not the normal falling in love that's not romance that's you're being exploited by a sociopath that's what that is and keep your bank account away from these people You know, they're very charming, they're very witty, um, but they, they manipulate others for, for their own personal gain or to get something from you. They have an intense, you know, egocentric, you know, sense of self and sense of superiority. Um, they repeatedly violate, vi- violate the rights of others through the use of intimidation of, and dishonesty and misrepresentation. They're just compulsive liars, bottom line. And they lie and they violate the rights of others. So there's a lack of boundaries. So pay attention to the people that are in your space. And are these people being honest or do you catch them in lies? Do you, do you find them just invading your space? Um... They have a lack of empathy for other people. That's a red flag. If if these people, if people don't care about other people, that's a red flag. Unnecessary risk taking or dangerous behaviors, and, and I'm not talking about just like white water rafting or just fun activities like bungee jumping. I'm talking about just dangerous behaviors. You know, poor, abusive relationships. You know, if if this person is abusive or you see this person, if you see signs of abuse, they're abusing their children or they're abusing other people, that's another really big red flag. failure to learn from the negative consequences of their behavior you know a normal person if we do something wrong we're all going to make mistakes we're all going to mess up at some point but the key is you learn from those mistakes and you try to improve upon yourself you know you 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 make a mistake you know maybe you get you know a speeding ticket you're being reckless And then you're like oh god you know i got the speeding ticket i had to go to court or i had to pay a fine you pay that and then you learn okay next time i'm on the highway i'm going to slow down that's what a normal person would do an unhealthy person would go faster and they would break the laws over and over and over again because they feel like they can and then when the police pulls them over they would try to con them out of, they would try to seduce the police officer, you know, with their wittiness and their charm. You know, these people are sometimes really hard to spot because they're in business, they're usually the leaders in business, they're definitely the leaders in politics, and there's there's a lot of um, they're very calculating people. They're cunning. They're charming. They. It's hard to see at first. It takes a while, um, because guilt and shame and remorse are absent. Um, they feel entitled, and they're greedy. And the suffering that they cause others is meaningless to them. They don't care. And the people that really, really suffer are their own children. And that's really, really sad when you have like these innocent little children that are raised and grow up with a sociopath of a mother or a sociopath of a father. Um... It's difficult because those children really, really suffer. You know, these psychopaths or sociopaths, it's all about self-gratification. That's all that really matters to them. That's the guiding principle of their daily life. That's all they think about. Is themselves. The self is the scent, you know, this, all they care about is themselves. They don't care about their family. They don't care about their kids. They only care about themselves and meeting their own needs. And look for lies. If you if you have a friend or, like, a co-worker and, you know, you start, you know, thinking to yourself, gosh, this doesn't add up. This seems like this person lies a lot because the story isn't the truth pay attention to that because lies roll off the tongue with ease and spontaneity with these types of people you know they justify stealing by falsely claiming they have been stolen from I can name names of people that I know that have you know gotten into relationships and I started seeing patterns in people that I thought I knew really well and you know just some of the behaviors stood out to me you know these people this one particular person you know started having a relationship with her boss and she was single he was married and And I'm thinking to myself, what is she doing? Why is she having a relationship with her boss? And then I realized she was getting these big bonuses and then a big promotion. And she was moving into a bigger house and nicer car. And I guess that's what you call sleeping your way to the the top. Sleeping with your boss, you get bigger perks. But I just kind of I started struggling with it like who is this person I saw this person as a totally different person Um, and over time I just was quiet and I just listened to all the stories and I paid a little closer to attention and then one day she was asking me to lie for her you know don't, do, don't post anything on social media. Don't say this. Don't do this. You know, pretend this. And I just became part of the story. And that was when I was like, whoa, it's one thing if you do something and I'm not part of it, but then when you are dragging me into it and you're asking me to lie and you're asking me to do certain things and you're asking me to participate, that's a whole other level. that's just a whole other level. And that's when I really started questioning who this person was and what their intentions were. And I saw this person drop this man like he was just a load of dirty laundry. She dropped him and then You know at the same time right before she dropped him she was she had already set up another relationship Um, and she didn't drop this person until she got engaged to this other person so it was like this transition period of like she's with two men but it wasn't until she was actually going to marry this other person it was very strange really maybe question like the character of this person um, and I I look at some of the stories that she shares now and the how she's changed the narrative of what took took place so there's there's lying and, and deceitfulness and the boss that she was involved with you know she now accuses of sexually harassing her so there's this level of revenge and viciousness he never sexually harassed her she was in a relationship with him but i think she has to justify the relationship with the new man by saying he she was sexually harassed so there's like this really strange game that was taking place that I want no part of there's a whole lot of therapy that needs to take place there Um, and I stepped out of it because that's this is not my issue this is not my problem it's not my game but it's just an example of what some people will do and what You know, this is an example of sociopathic behavior. And then over time, the person becomes paranoid. But there is a lack of conscience. There's a lack of compassion. There is a lack of reciprocity in relationships. It's not a give and take, it's all take. And if they want something, they'll give a little bit. You'll get like that little carrot dangling. You know, the research says that, you know, nurturing does play a role, but the personality and temperament of humans are attributed to genetics, and I don't know about psychopaths and sociopaths. I think that a lot of that is just how you were raised and you know what your mother was like and how she treated you. A lot of that you know we is how we were raised um, Cruel mothers you know raise cruel children, not always. Um, traumatized children may identify with tormentors but cruel and callous personalities start with hardwiring. wiring now, abused and deprived or ne- neglected children can become superstars too because they're driven to make things different in a reaction formation sort of way. You can't always assume that abuse creates more abuse or that criminal people were mistreated as children. It's not always necessarily the case. I mean a loving and devoted parents can produce entitled and cruel children as well who harm them as well as others. But, you know, I I think it's, in some cases, you know, there's a conduct issue. Like with sociopaths, they don't know how to conduct themselves. They don't know how to always behave because they're so self-centered. Everything, you know, goes back to them. If you watch them at a wedding or at a party, you can watch how... They flirt and how they work the room, so to speak. You know, they're, they're a little impulsive. Um, and, and to see where their aggression goes, how they handle their aggression, where their aggression goes. I mean, with this person that I know... Um, Her aggression is not direct to people. She triangulates and then backstabs the person that she's angry with, rather than being direct. And that that gets you nowhere. When you get involved with a sociopath or a psychopath. These people could wreak havoc on your life. And part of the problem, too, is these people, they don't look evil. Sometimes they're like the sweetest, littlest, cutest little things. But they're little monsters. They can be the sweetest, like, present themselves as the most innocent, you know, little creatures. But they're masters at manipulation. And they can wreak havoc in just being destructive. They're like little monsters. Well, you know, like nice people and well-meaning individuals, you know, are ignorant to this. And they enable these types of people because they don't see it. I certainly didn't see it. It took me many years to see it. basically unconscious sadism that's directed at those who appear weak that's part of it unconscious sadism these people don't even realize that they're unconscious unconsciously but they're just sadistic monsters and they direct this sadistic the sadism at other people who they think are weak. They aren't necessarily weak, but they think, unconsciously, they think they are. That's one thing to think about. I'm not saying it's necessarily the case with every person. Some people enjoy seeing other people vulnerable or scared or weak because it makes them feel superior which is part of the whole sociopaths and psychopaths they have to feel superior it's very, um, it's schadenfreude people who take pleasure at the misfortune of others What do you do? What do you do when you encounter people? I mean, these people might be in your family. They might be your spouse. They might even be your child. They might be your boss, they might be your coworker. These people are in society. They're everywhere. And the key is to protect yourself. When you sense someone as a sociopath or a psychopath, you need to move away from them and have really strong boundaries up. You know, one, one, key, one thing to look at is, you know, do people have your back? Can you trust people? If they don't have your back, you can't trust them. You know, look for people who validate you and empathize with you. Because sociopaths and psychopaths have no empathy. And this is one thing to look at, too, is they will, you know, psychopaths and and sociopaths will mirror you because they don't really know how to behave or how to feel they don't even really some of some of those people don't even have feelings so they mirror your behavior or your face they will mirror your expressions and you know pay attention to see if this person has their own identity or if they're just copying you take control of your own life don't let these types of you know, people push you around or try to control you because that's really bad that's very dangerous they're dangerous people break contact and, and cut off all dialogue with these types of people if you have to Walk away. Take back your productivity. Have faith in your own capacity for love and relationships. A healthy relationship is one that has connections and relationships and friendships. That's a healthy relationship. An unhealthy relationship is one that breaks those relationships. If you're angry because you've been hurt or you've, you know, you've been in a situation like this, that's completely understandable. That's a natural reaction. Having anger is the right feeling. But then you have to heal that anger and heal what has happened to you. That's the key. But don't seek revenge. That's a waste of your time, especially with a psychopath or a sociopath. Because they are disturbed people. Let it go. Because what comes around, what goes around, comes around. Even when you're not trying to influence the outcome. Protect yourself, pay attention. Look for healthy people.